Hi guys, welcome to my podcast, Everyday Dialogue with Fabian Morgan. Um, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about loads of different stuff, just everyday conversations we have with friends, with family, um, some of our thoughts, whether it's about relationships, love, money, career, regrets, decisions, good decisions, bad decisions, you name it, we'll talk about it. On this podcast, I'll be talking about some of our personal experiences, my perception and my perspective on many different things. And also I'll be having some guest speakers come on as well to speak with me. Some of them will be friends. Some of them will be people I've admired and they'll be talking about their everyday experience. So this podcast is for us everyday people that's out there living our life and just trying to survive each and every day. So welcome. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, Before we begin, I want to first open up by saying please subscribe to my channel. By subscribing, you'll be getting notifications of any new episode that comes out. So please subscribe because new episodes will be out every Saturday. Okay, guys, I've got a special guest here. One of my girlfriends, Melissa, she's here with me. She's joining me to talk about um, toxic friendships. And she's been spending the weekend at my house. And over the weekend, me and her has just been having various different conversations about what it means to be a genuine friend and what it means to be a real friend. And we just started talking about some of our experiences with toxic friendships. And I thought this would be a great podcast episode because I'm sure a lot of us out there have experienced having toxic friendships. So welcome, Melissa. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me. So, Melissa, um, I wanted to ask you, what qualities do you think you look for in a friend? You know, like when you're becoming friends with someone, what would you say... At what point would you define it as a genuine friendship? So what what defines a good friendship to you? Um, somebody that I can talk to loosely. Mm-hmm. Someone that cares about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And judgment as well, innit? I'm sure you don't want anyone to judge you. Do you know what I mean? You know, sometimes you might have something you want to talk to a friend about, but you think to yourself, do I want to talk to the person because I know they're going to judge me? Because you know you're going to judge me. Yes, and judgment as well. Sometimes you have to find somebody that, even when you're in the wrong, wrong or right, they can talk to you about it without judging you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So... Just to give you guys a bit of backstory, so me and Melissa had some mutual friends that we're no longer friends with, but we had mutual friends that were really, really toxic. Like, it was really toxic friendships that we had with them. And looking back now, I'm so surprised we were friends with them for so long, especially her, because she was friends with them longer than I was. But um, regarding the toxic friendships, Melissa, and obviously I'm not going to name anyone, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, at what point for you did you realise this friendship's a bit toxic. Was there like a specific incident that you think occurred that made you realise that? Well, a lot of things happened over the years that you, you t- I tend to ignore it or just sit down and say, oh, that's the way they are. Mm. Yeah, stick around and just avoid certain situations with them. At one point I lived with Melissa, so there was a, there was a period where Melissa had lived with those t- two women. They lived in her house. And I um, moved in with Melissa, so all of us was living in a house, sharing a house together and stuff like that. And when I realised they were really, really toxic and they were no good for Melissa was when one day, because in, in, in the house it's top up gas and electric, so you have to use the key and card. And I remember that um, electricity was running low. 
and I was going to top it up. I was going to put like 20 or 30 pound on the electric card. And one of the women turned around and said to me, oh, don't put no money on the electricity. Let Melissa do it. She don't ever put no money on the electricity. Bearing in mind, we're living in Melissa's house. This is Melissa's house. I just moved in. or um, I've been living there for, I would say, a couple of months at that time. And I was really shocked by that because I know for a fact they weren't paying rent while they were staying with her. And I just found it disgusting that they could, they tried to secretly or low-key tell me, don't top up the gas and electric, let Melissa do it. I was paying Melissa rent, but in my head I'm thinking, you guys are living in her house rent-free. How the hell are you guys not... Melissa shouldn't even be paying any of the bills at that, in that case then. She should be topping up the gas and electric all the time. You lot should be putting money towards the food. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, mm. like it just blew my mind that they were so vindictive and so selfish towards you. And at that point, that's when I realised that they're not good for you. And I remember when I came to tell you that. And I think what surprised me was how non-shocked you were. And that just made me realise this wasn't the first... Thing that you experience from them mm. yeah so I remember when you ended the friendships what gave you the courage to actually end the friendships what made you say to yourself enough is enough I just I have to walk um, away from this I don't even know if you remember when one of them were putting some quotes on Facebook I think so yeah, yeah and I was sharing it because you know them quotes about friendship this that blah 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 and then Someone else called me to say that, you know, she called me and said it's you that she's talking about when she puts up all those quotes. No way. Yeah, and then I just said to myself, you know what, I'm 28 now. I haven't got time for the foolishness. Yeah. Wow. And you, yeah. you said you were resharing them as well. I was resharing them, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you, you see how messed up that is? It's like she couldn't even come to you and say, do you know what, Melissa, you've done X, Y, Z and I'm not yeah, happy I'm about not it. Happy, yeah. So she was basically talking to some shit about you to someone else and then just throwing all those subliminal messages on social media. Mm -hmm. I really, really hate these high school friendships. You know those high school friendships where they've got an issue with you, but they just don't want to come and talk to you about it. Yeah. But if you're an adult, be grown. Yeah. yeah. If you're an adult, be grown. Come and speak to your friends and say, look, you've done X, Y, Z. I'm not happy about it. And then you resolve it and move on. Because nothing is worse than when you're in a friendship and you resent your friend. You want to be able to have a friend and not resent them, not feel bad, and mm. just be able to have a genuine um, friendship with them. But they were really, really messed up. And it's crazy because you've done so much for them and you did it selflessly. You didn't Selflessly, yeah. You weren't expecting anything in return. The only thing you wanted in return, really, was just respect. And for them to check for you the same way you check for them. Well, they don't check for me. I remember when I had my baby and I'm in the hospital. No one came to look for me. But when she was having her baby, I cancelled work. And I was there from the beginning to the end. So they didn't visit I was the hospital. first one to hold her child before her. And when it was when I was in the hospital, they didn't even call. Really? They didn't even call to say is the baby born or nothing, nothing at all. Wow, that's so bad. That's so crazy. And and and, and sometimes I think to myself, what is it about people that they're able to? They don't like you, but they want to keep you they as a friend. They want to keep you. That's because I was easy in it, and I would do anything for them. 
So it was more of a beneficial friendship for them. For them, because I noticed, we remember we weren't living far apart. Yeah. But the moment I stopped going around, I wasn't seeing them. So, okay, so you had to be the one to make the effort to always the go effort and see to go, them. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. I didn't even realise they didn't contact you when you were giving birth to your son. Wow. It's it's really messed up, man. And I can definitely relate to, to your situation. I, um recently I stopped speaking to a friend, which is a which is a mutual friend of ours mm. as well. And um that person, it's weird, I was friends with, with her, but I just couldn't really, really allow myself to get super, super close. And the reason why I just thought she was low-key bad mind. Just little shady stuff she would say and just it, it just used to make me think to myself, if she can say it about other people and also some of the shady stuff she says to me and I'll check her and she'll be like, oh, why are you taking it so serious? I'm joking. Be, be audience, listen to this here. Be careful of those people that say some shitty stuff about you and then turn around and say they're joking. Sometimes there's some truth underneath it. You know that like they'll say some really deep cut, some cut deep things to you and then when you get offended, they're like, why are you getting offended for? I'm joking. But deep down, you know they really mean what they yeah, say. Yeah, because it could be something that you're living through, something that you're doing and they can see it. But instead of approaching you and talking to you about it, they prefer to so, talk to you sarcastically. Yeah, or throw subliminal shade. Yeah, it's true. And I remember, like, I stopped talking to this person. I stopped talking to her because she uh, she was chatting shit about another mutual friend of ours. And it, it just blew my mind how badly she was she was dogging the girl out. And I just thought to myself, if you can do that to someone else that's a friend of ours, someone that you've been friends longer than you were even friends with me, what would you say about me? So I just made the decision at that point, you know what, this friendship isn't worth it. And I ended the friendship. And lo and behold, the minute I ended the friendship, I started hearing loads of shit that she was saying about me behind my back. And it just made me think, why the fuck were you friends with me in the first in place? The first place yeah. Like, me and her went on holiday together with another friend, and she was saying to the other friend, how oh, Fabian's selfish, Fabian's mean. But the bitch didn't tell the girl that I was the one that paid for her flight and her accommodation for her until she got paid, because she never got paid yet. And then she paid me back the money later on down the line. I've even gone on holiday with her where I paid for the whole fucking trip. I remember one time me and, um, when my friend was supposed to go on holiday, and he cancelled last minute because he had an emergency. And obviously his ticket was paid for already, so I just paid to change the name on the flight, it was somewhere in Europe, so it was a small trip, to put her and ask if she wanted to come, she said yes, and I paid for the hotel and everything. And I, I don't need to brag or show off or anything like that, but my thing is, if I'm doing stuff like that for you as a friend, why are you painting a different narrative about me about to other you. people? Mm. Because even the situation with you, before I lived with you, I genuinely thought you guys all had a healthy friendship and it wasn't until I came into the mix and lived in the house I started seeing the stuff they were saying about you behind your back and it really blew my mind and I was so I remember I kept saying to you you need to get out of that friendship you need to end that friendship Ooh. it's so bad so how would you say that experience has shaped you as a person no it's made me scared of getting close to other people really really to this day if you notice Fabian I'm not scared I'm not close with no one mm. wow so you don't really allow yourself to get super no. close with anyone no. mm. because I get to the point where I tend to do too much if you like someone you tend to do too much 
or be available too much. Mm. Does that make sense? So I'll just keep myself to myself. But what I don't want though, Melissa, is for you to get to a point where you don't feel like you have a lot of a, a strong support system around you, and especially if you're going through difficulties in life. And we all go through difficulties mm -hmm. to suffer in silence. Do you know what I mean? It's so yeah. important that we speak. That's why sometimes I check on you and I'm like, are you all right? Because I know you, you'll be going through a lot and you won't even say nothing to no one. And it's not good for your mental health. Like, I think you should definitely... If the goal is not to not have friendships, but just put boundaries but in place. But just put boundaries in place. Yeah. But I do talk to other people, I socialise, but I just don't let people get too close to me, get into my space like I had them in my space. Okay. Do you understand? Mm. I've got you. You call, you check up on me. Last week I was going through something. No one knew. Who told you to call me and check up on me? It was weird. I just I just decided exactly. to call you. And I know I can speak to you and I told you what's going on. So I do have that support system coming from you. Yeah. Coming from the other mutual friend that you're talking about as well. But mm -hmm. it's not like I'm all in a corner sit down not talking to anyone, anyone yeah. or not socializing i do network i do socialize mm -hmm. but i'm not on the phone talking to people or getting too close i just as you said set boundaries yeah and also observe the friendship in terms of, i've always said this a, a relationship whatever form it, it comes under is like a transaction it's like a bank account. You put in, they put in, and then you take That's out. Right. If, if the bank account is empty, there's nothing to take from. So if you notice you're the only one calling the person, if you notice every time you go out to have a meal or go out to do something, it's always you mm -hmm. initiating. Mm -hmm. If it's always you paying for stuff, then that's a friendship to check. So it's always important to kind of observe the way they navigate the friendship as well because that's what I had to do to end some friendships. I had to be like, wait a minute, if I don't call that person, they don't call me. If I don't initiate seeing that person or spending time with that person, that person doesn't initiate spending time with me. If I'm not, if I don't offer to do certain things for the person, the person don't want to check on me. And I think that's that balance is really, really important because then you know how to deal with the person. Because there's different levels to friendship. Like I've got some friends that me and them are just phone friends. We have the odd conversation here and there, but it's surface level. Then I've got those friends that they're, they're what you call the social friends. You know that anytime you go to a social event with them, you're going to have a great time. They're good for partying. They're good for traveling with. And then you've got those friends that are like bonafide ride or die. Where you know like you you hit rock bottom, you can call them, you can vent to them. And you know they're, they're going to support you 100%. So I think it's putting people in different categories because there's some people that you know you can't confide in them and they're not bona fide friends. Or then they're, they're so ignorant that they don't even give good advice. Like even the other day when you were talking to me about the whole situation with you, but you were also telling another friend. Like some of the advice they were giving you, I was just thinking to myself like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like me too do you, but do you see what I'm trying to say yeah. sometimes you have to be careful of the person you go to with your information I always see as go to someone that's more experienced than you or that's got a same type of mentality as you when it comes to certain things that like for example if I'm in, if I'm having issues in my relationship I'm not going to go to one of my single friends for advice I'm just not if I'm having money problems, I'm not going to go to one of my friends that's terrible with money for money advice. But this is why you have different friends for different things. For different things. And I think that's why when you called, I could talk to you. Because if you look at it, in that little circle, me and you are the only one with partners. 
Yeah. Yeah, me and you are the only one with partners. Yeah, no one else is in a relationship. Wow, I never actually really clocked that, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they still have that single mentality. And also, we're, we, we're both in long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. We've been with our partners for a few years. Yeah. yeah, I never thought about that. But yeah, you're right. It's like, if I've got relationship issues, I could speak to you. I could speak to some of my other friends that I know that are in relationships or that are married or whatever. But I wouldn't go to some of my single friends, especially when you're in a single headspace, you'd be like, fuck that person, I'm done, I'm up. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to give you... Their, their advice is irrational. <laughs> they look at it from a single perspective. Yeah. And when you and someone's built a life together, have stuff together, it's hard, you can't, it's not, it's not so black or white. think of building and working through your Through it, yeah. yeah. You want to know that if you end a relationship, it's... It was unsavable, basically. If it's if it gets to that point, mm. for sure, definitely. Um, I definitely believe as well that friends are supposed to support each other, and I think that's one thing that's lacking a lot mm-hmm. out there in society. Now, people don't support their friends. A lot of people don't. Their friends start up businesses. They rather buy something expensive somewhere else than actually support their friends' businesses. They won't even share their friends' businesses on their their, their social media page, but then they're sharing all the internet gossips. Gossips and, and the popular ones that don't need the sharing, but they won't so, support you. It mm-hmm. happens a lot. It yeah. does, yeah, and it's quite sad. And I think there's a few, um, a few things that... Um, signs that you can look for from a toxic friend and i think one of the signs definitely from someone being toxic is do they one as i mentioned do they support you and two are they happy when you're happy you know that when you achieve certain things and certain success how do they behave because i do find now that i reflect on um one of my friendships that i ended that whenever i had achieved something she was never really happy for me she was never really rooting for me or cheering for me like some of my other friends. She was just kind of like, oh, okay. And I think that's a huge sign. It could be deep down jealous or just not happy for you. Or, you know, sometimes some people want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. Yes, yes. So as long as you're doing good in the realm of just below them... They're fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. But then the minute you achieve something that's better than them, that's when they start looking at you sideways. Sideways, yeah. Yeah. It's so true, you know, because I remember when you got your flat, they were jealous, those 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 friends that ended up living with you. They were proper jealous because at the time they never had their flat. And obviously they were trying to work on getting, work their, on getting their flat, yeah. And because you got yours first, they were proper like being jealous about it. It's so crazy. And, and and I think when you've got friends like that, it just makes you don't want to share your success. Yeah. And the subliminals that you were talking about, they will come around and say things like, oh, you think this is Buckingham Palace? But it's your Buckingham oh, Palace. Um, my simple refrigerator. Oh, why is the fridge on top? I'm not... Why is the fridge on top of the freezer? And, the freezer the and then yeah. the washing machine. Oh, you know this washing machine it tear up clothes. So it's like anything you have is anything not good. Anything you have is not good enough, no. But even like the friend that I ended the friendship with, I never forget, I went to visit one of my other friends that lived up north at the time. And we were in our house and 
I'm very proud of her. Like she she sorted her life out. She got her she was she got her flat. She was fixing up herself. And I brought this girl into this woman's house, and she's just basically just throwing shade left, right, and centre, talking about like my friend had a charity ta table in her house, and she was like, "Mona by a charity team that table I want dash where." Like, who do you think you are? Oh, I, I would never shop at a charity shop. So? It's not your business. It's not your business. But what makes it worse, Melissa, is the fact that that person was homeless at the time. They were living in their mom's house. So it just shows you that people are so... When people are... In, this is why it's so important to love yourself and be confident in who you are. Because when you look down on yourself and you shit on your own self, some people use it as a, um, use it as a weapon to make themselves feel better, they shit on other people they as shit well. shit on other people to feel good about themselves. To yourself. feel good about themselves, yeah. rather than working on themselves. Because how are you homeless and dissing someone else that's got, a, that's got a flat? Like, how dare you? Like, the more I think about it now, it literally just, it boggles my mind. And it just really shows you how fucked up some people's mentality is. You'd be happy for the person. And there's something called good envy, you know? You can have a yeah. friend that has achieved something and you're envious, but in a good way. You're like, you know what? I'm proud of my friend. Let me go out there and try and achieve it as well. Achieve it as well. There's nothing wrong with seeing someone with something and wanting it. Exactly. But keep it healthy and work towards it. And don't shit on the, what that person has because you want it and you can't have it. Mm. It's true. Like recently, one of my friends, she um she got a promotion at work and she got a massive pay rise. And I'm super happy for her. But it was also like an awakening for me going, oh my God, I need to, I need to make more money as well. Like look how well she's done and she's able to perform and get that pay rise. I also want to feel like how she feels. I want to be paid my work. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but the thing about it is with what that person has been through and where they put themselves from 10 years ago to today. How dare you be envious of what she has? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What have you been doing in the past 10 years that she hasn't been doing? Or what has she been doing that you haven't been doing? She mm -hmm. worked on herself. Mm -hmm. How dare me as a friend to sit by the side and be jealous of her. Yes. Be happy for the people in your life. Exactly. Because you don't know what they went through to get what they get. And if you want something, aim for it. Yeah. Work for it. Exactly. And it goes like... Because jealousy don't get you nowhere. Jealousy don't get you Envy nowhere. don't get you nowhere. No. no. Unless it's to motivate you to want to push yourself to achieve the same thing, then it definitely ain't going to get you nowhere. Unless it's like you call the person and be like, do you know what, well done. How did you achieve that? Yeah. Can you give me advice? Can you give me feedback? That's more the approach you want to take. But when that person was busting their balls to get what they get, where were you? Mm. And a lot of people, they see the success, but they don't know the grind that was put in behind it to get the success. Speaking of that, you do sort have some friends that you need to watch out for your friends that don't want to pass on the information. Yes. Don't want to pass on the information. So I see you. I don't know what you've done behind the scenes to be like this. And I come to you and it's it could be something simple that I could do as well. Mm -hmm. But you refuse to pass on the information because even though you're doing well, you don't want to see me do well. Yes. It's true. It's so true. And what people don't realise, the world is big enough for everyone to right. eat. There's, there's enough money out there to go around. You, We need to help each other. If the, if the knowledge is out there and the information is out there and you Shit. notice your friend 
doesn't know what's going on, share it. It won't do anything to you. Exactly. You're so true, you know. And you'd be so surprised. I, I always believe in this, Melissa. Like, you, the universe blesses you when you bless other people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, I've got friends right now that, because um, I'm quite good when it comes to doing CVs, job interviews, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I've helped them get jobs by editing their CVs or by helping them prep for interviews. And they've hooked me up with, with their companies. I've gotten jobs. Most of my jobs that I've got, it's a friend that's referred me, that I've helped, that's helped me as well to, to, to get the interview. And then once I get an interview, I do what I need to do to get the job. But it's just having that collaborative friendship where... You help your friends. Like, I never forget one of my friends that wanted to change careers, wanted to come into healthcare. She's never worked in healthcare before. I gave her a chance and hired her as a support worker in my service. And now, look, she's a manager. She left my service, went on to work somewhere else, and worked her way up. Mm -hmm. And she's also someone that's helped me in other ways as well. Pass it on. Yeah, pass on knowledge. Pass, pass on knowledge, pass on the information. Pass on the blessings, it will come back to you. Exactly. And people don't realise about withholding information. That just shows how insecure you are. Oh, oh, don't worry. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to... Like, why? Share with people what was the step-by-step -step you did to do X, Y, Z. It's just, it's, it's, it's just really crazy. And it just makes you think there's some people, they like to be in a circle of friends or like to have friends and make sure that their friends are less than them. Less than them, yeah. But then uh, these same people, right? Mm -hmm. So we're living in my mom's house and everyone wanted to move out. So you know they told me they got a place. I was like, alright. They're gonna move out. Mm -hmm. So they got their place and they're renting now, and I can see that they're renting and they're doing their thing. Two mm -hmm. to someone else is gonna say to me that. Oh, you know, they went to sign up at the council office and they're getting their rent paid, but they don't want you to know. Everyone knows about renting a place and getting benefits. I don't know why they thought that was secret information, but if they thought I didn't know, they could have passed it on to me, right? True, mm -hmm. true, there's problems happening in their place and I got a flat. And what happened, Fabian? The problems were happening in mm -hmm. their place. Whose flat did they move into? Your flat. Do you see, it's just... Oh, my God. It just... It really blows my mind how some people are just so toxic and just... They're just so hell-bent on putting other people down. Down. For no reason. For no reason. They're hell-bent. They don't want to give the person a compliment. They don't want to say something nice about the person. Like, they're just so hell-bent. I never forget when um, <laughs> me and Steve was living in the flat and we were um, we were all, like, me, I think it was me, you and a group of friends. All of us was on, like, a video chat. It was during the pandemic when the mm -hmm. big lockdown happened. And I was, um, we were all, it was one of our friends' birthday and we were all, like, let's do a toast for his birthday and we were all having a good time. And I remember saying, oh, let me go and check into um, my wine cupboard to see which drink I'll... Um, I want to, I want to drink or whatever. And I, and I must have said something along the lines of, let me check the wine cupboard in my house or whatever. And my friend, one of, one of my so-called friends says, oh, you mean Steve's house? Wow. You were on the video call, don't you I remember? I probably didn't pick that up. Yeah. 
She said, she said, don't you mean Steve's house? So I paused and I said, excuse me? I said, first and foremost, I'm on this house and I pay. It, was, it, was, it wasn't this house that we bought. It was when no, we were living in the flat. flat. Yeah, yeah, when we were renting we were a flat. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, don't you mean Steve's flat or something like that? So then I said to her, excuse me. And I said, furthermore, even if it is my man's flat, at least my man can financially support me. What about you? Because at the time she was homeless, living in her mom's house. And the boyfriend that she's been with for two and a half years ain't done shit for her. To be fair, she's a side chick. He's got a main girlfriend. That's why sometimes it ain't worth it. Some friends knowing your business. Knowing your business. Do you see what I'm trying to say? They don't need to know what's going on. Exactly. Even if it was these flat, why would she use such... Why would you even say that? Why would you use that that against you? Why would you say that? And then she, she does the, I'm joking. That whole deflecting, oh, why are you getting so irate? No, if you're going to put something like that, prepare for the backlash. So when I turned around, I said to her, but what your boyfriend's doing for you and you're homeless? I said, at least my man's supporting me. What is your man doing? I was there. Yeah, you were there. I don't remember. You probably don't remember, yeah. But she couldn't say anything to me. But also, yes, at the time it was Steve's flat. And the reason why it was his flat was because when we started dating, I was renting my somewhere else and he was renting the flat. His flat was bigger than where I was staying, so I moved in with him. So what? Don't Nothing's have to explain wrong with that. that to no I don't one, have to darling. explain that to no one. You don't one. have to explain that to no one. I don't have to explain that to no one. We split the bills. We did what we needed to do until we saved up and was able to buy a house yeah, together. Yeah. But it just shows you that how messed up some some people are in their head to even say that. And how and what I said to her was even if for um for example I wasn't working and he was supporting me financially hundred percent, you wish you had what I had. Because one of her frustration was the guy didn't pay her no mind. So that just goes back to there was a level of jealousy and insecurity jealousy. there for her. Why she felt the need to throw shade at my relationship. I, and, and it's funny, the older I get, and I don't know if you've felt like this, especially since you're going, you've gotten into your 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to be around anyone that's going to be putting me down. I don't want no bad energy. I don't want no bad vibe. I just want to be around people that's going to be happy for me. I don't know if you feel the same, did you? Yeah, the other day someone said to me, um, Melissa, how do you do it? Um, avoid all this drama and, you know, certain things that I was going through. And I said to him, how often do we speak on the phone? You can avoid it. Mm. You can avoid, you have certain friends. You know, you have some people, when you speak to them, it doesn't penetrate and they don't have respect for you. You can avoid them because no matter what you say to them, it, they always have the same thoughts. Avoid them. Yes. Yeah. You're the captain of your own ship. You can navigate right. who Avoid you're them. You don't even have to explain to them why you don't want to be around them anymore. Some people are not worth it. Yeah, it's true because they'll never Some understand. Some people are not worth it. They will never understand. Avoid them. Yeah. And I've learned that you can't change people. People have to want to change right. themselves and you need to accept people for who they are. So just assess the situation and say, that person is toxic. This is who they are, but I no longer want to be around that. So I'm not going to tell them to change who they are. I'm just going to tell them, this is who you are. It doesn't align with who I am. You stay over there and I'll stay over here. And and simple. But yeah, I just, I just, and, and, and so many people I've seen that they're just around people that are just bad mind and, and malicious, but they're so hell-bent on keeping that friendship. It's mm. funny enough, I was talking to um one of my friends the other day and my friend was telling me about someone that she knows. 
um, the girl has a friend that she's been friends with since high school. They've been friends with since school. Mm-hmm. And recently she got pregnant and her friends just switch, her friends switch up on her. Like her friend ain't asking her, how is the baby doing? How, how is your pregnancy going? Um, when they go on holiday, like kind of just moving different, walking, leaving her behind when she's out of breath. And she's like, I don't understand why she's been like that. And my friend said, she said to her, it's because you're pregnant. She's jealous. Yeah, she's jealous. She's jealous of your pregnancy. So now she's treating, treating the girl like shit. And it's unfortunate because I think I read it somewhere. Statistics shows this. And this is not me being like misogynistic or anything. It's statistics. It's facts. This happens a lot with women. Yeah, it's a hard to- It's a touchy topic. It happens it a, a lot topic. with women. You don't find this a lot with men when it comes to backstabbing and jealousy. And most men, it's just like, they're just like, yeah, bro, well done. You done well. And yeah, 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 bro. You know, this happened. Oh, well done, well done. I don't know what it is, but it's like, because I, I realise it's my female friends I have this issue with and not my male friends. Very catty. Yeah. <laughs> Bad-minding someone for what they have. And I'm not saying that men don't do it as well. There are men out there that do it. But I'm just saying based on statistics that I've read... And also conversations I've had, and also my experience. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it predominantly with women. But men are easier to pass on the information as well. Yes. Yeah, men sit down and talk about what they do. Mm-hmm. Women tend to share what they feel like sharing. Yes. And you know, it's that men try to help each other get jobs. This is why they mm-hmm. say it's a man's world, because men help each other with a come up. Like, a guy will get a job and be like, yo, brother, guess what? They're doing da-da-da-da-da. Do you know I'll put your name forward, whatever. Whereas I find with a lot of um, females that I that I know sometimes, they would say they would get a job or whatever, but they'll withhold the information and don't want to share it. Yeah. Be sneaky. No, help other people out. We're all here to win. Now I see you when I win. There's been times when I've been down and I've spoken to a friend and they told me about, and things are going great for them. And just by hearing that, it lifts my mood. I'm like, wow, at least my friends are doing well. Because we all go through, life is like a wave. You know, sometimes you're up, sometimes mm-hmm. you're down. Sometimes yeah. when you're down, your friend's up. Sometimes when your friend's up, you're down. That's how it goes, man. Everybody's supposed to help everybody. Everybody's supposed to help everybody. The goal is to have your, have your friends back. And be a good friend. There's a saying, good friends are better than pocket money. That's right. And it's true. Because good friends are hard to find. Friends that are genuine. Yeah, somebody that you can talk to. That can encourage you through anything. Even if you're going through financial difficulty. And your friend doesn't have it to give you. But she can give you some advice. Good friends are better than pocket money. Mm-hmm. I would never forget. Um, I, I, I think one of the things that I remember that you've done for me, Melissa, I never, I'll never forget when, when I, when we were both working at McDonald's and I was, I was struggling a little bit financially at the time. I was in my late teens, early twenties, and I remember you were studying at university and you got your student loan and you gave me some money out of it and I just couldn't believe it. I didn't ask you. You didn't have to. And I was just like, wow. And I will never forget that. Mm, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because you've done it without any intent behind it. Do you know what I mean? You weren't doing it because you were expecting anything from me. You didn't remember that. You no. gave me some money. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. 
You did. But that, but that's the thing. You do all these good deeds sometimes. And you do it because you just want to do it. You don't really think about it. But it means the world at the time to just that person. Yeah. Do you understand? So this is why it's important to just live good, be good. And I said on another podcast, um, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I remember I was speaking to someone. It was either during the podcast or when we finished the recording. And I said to him, I could never be homeless. I said, I've helped so many people that I know any of those people that I call, they will mm. happen to help me. I said that to someone the other day. I said, listen, I, w- I, I, don't, I can't see myself going hungry. I can't see myself going homeless because I've helped so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. Someone will put you up. Yeah. I'll put you up. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole floor here you can have for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's true. But that's why you want to live good. Because what a lot of people that are, let's say, toxic or malicious don't realise, when you're like that, nobody wants to help you. Because you always put them down when they're down, when you're down, they will never help you. And this is why people like that struggle to have friends put them up or struggle to have friends to support them or help them. And bad things always happen to them because that's the energy that they give off. The energy that they give off, that's right. And the energy they put out there in the world. I never forget one of my friends, she got married and 90% of her bridesmaids were bad-minding her. Like, at at the wedding. (sighs) And another thing as well, I think, that makes a good friend is someone that doesn't get involved in your relationship. So you know like how, for example, you you if you go to your friend and speak to your friend about your relationship, that's fine. You ask advice, they give you advice, but they don't intervene. They let you navigate your way through and they support you 100%. They might tell you you're stupid for what you're doing, but they're there and they don't throw it back in your face. Because I've seen situations where a man and a woman, and this is very pop, very common, especially in the Caribbean culture, because Jamaicans love getting other people involved in their relationship. Mm-hmm. It drives me mad. Like, a lot of my friends that are dating, like, Caribbean guys, when them and their man have problems, there's been times where their man's trying to call me to, to cuss them. And I'm like, get off my phone. I'm not going to have an... I'm not going to discuss my friend with you. I'm not going to get involved in the relationship. And then that usually makes me and their relationship go sour. Like, few of my friends, their partners don't talk to me. Because when their partners want to call me to vent... And cuss them out. I'll be like, get the fuck off my phone. Uh, you're not their friend. Call your own friends. Call your them. own friends. I, I have no loyalty to you. You're not my friend. You are my friend's partner. Exactly. You're my friend's partner. You're not my friend. Exactly. And even if my friend's in the wrong, I'm going to run you off the phone and then I call up and be like, girl, you know you fucked up. Right. But you're <laughs> not going to know that I did that. Exactly. Right. You're going to pick up for them. Exactly. I'm going to defend my friends mm-hmm. in the end. And then around the corner, I say, girl, you, you messed up. <laughs> yeah, but that's how it's supposed that's to be. It, yeah. You're supposed to, you're, you're part of, like, if me and Steve right now have a disagreement, I vent to my friends, he vent to his friends. His friends, yeah. I get the advice from his friends. And I think if your partner is willing to call your friends and air out the issues you're having to your friends, that's a toxic relationship because what they're trying to do, they're trying to form alliances and get your friends to turn against against you. you, And then later on down the line, when you and your partner have an argument, your partner's going to be like, you see, I told you they weren't your real friends because this is what they said about you. It's also a trap for you as well. You know, you don't realize it. They're trying to bait you. So I don't have any, I don't entertain conversations about my friends with their partners. 
sometimes I'll even, uh, this is why I'm very careful of the relationship I have with my friends' partners. I try not to get to, I'll go to the house, I'll greet them, whatever, whatever. But I don't try to have a relationship with them because at the end of the day, you're not really my friend. Do you know what I mean? If I want their partner to do something for me or whatever, which I never do anyway because I don't like asking people for shit in general, but I'd ask my friend to ask them. Yeah. Um, sometimes you do have a situation where both friends get together. So two of your friends, two mutual friends. Yeah, and like a double together. date. So, yeah. No, oh, get mean? together. Like one of your friends over there mm-hmm. gets together with another one of your friends. Okay, yeah. So that would make... The both of you friends. You'll be friends on both sides. Mm -hmm. So what would you do in that situation? Oh, so basically your partner's friend and your friends get together. Two of your mutual friends get together. And start dating. Mm. Yeah, then that's that's yeah. That's different. Yeah. It happens. It happens, yeah. 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 Or two of your mutual friends team up against you. (laughs) (laughs) That means they weren't your friends. Get rid of them. Both of them. <laughs> exactly. It's true, it's true. The only team they should team up against you if you, they think you need like an intervention. Well, they won't be teaming up against you, they'll be supporting, supporting you. Supporting you. Yeah. But if the two of them are gonna team up against you, they're not your friends. They're not your friends. And 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 I I'll never forget, I've got this friend here, she she's not with a guy anymore, but when she and him was together, me and him kicked off big and he hated me from the moment when him and her had an argument and he called me mm-hmm. basically to get me to side with him and I run him off my phone. Because what he was used to, he whenever whenever him and her had an argument, he would call her mum and her mum would entertain him and start cussing her as well. And he likes getting her people to to form an alliance with him against her. And, and it's a, a lot of people don't realise that's a form of control and that's it another is. form of manipulation. Do you understand? So he thought he was going to be able to do that with me. If I was, if I entertained him, he would have loved that. Do you understand? But I'm not going to get involved in my friend's relationship. I don't do that. You know, there's even friends out there that they stop talking to you because you're dating someone they don't like. I've seen that as yeah. well. Like, it's none of your fucking business. It's none of your business. Like, I've got friends that go into relationships and I'm like, look, this guy ain't no good for you or this woman ain't no good for you. I wouldn't advise you to date that person. And they still do it anyway. But I just say to them, well, I wish you all the best and I hope it, I genuinely hope it works out. But who am I to not talk to them because they, they, they it's just stupid. Like, one, it's funny because I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day. And do you know what she said to me? She said she never forget a few a few years ago she dated this guy and one of her friends turned around and said, I can't believe it did this guy. I expected better from you and I expected more from you. And the girl, the girl locked her off. <laughs> Sometimes it's best not to say nothing. But why shouldn't you say nothing? Sometimes That's a, it's good that you got ended that friendship it's there. it's best not to say nothing. What do you mean? Pertaining to your relationship? Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree in the early stages, sometimes it's good not to say anything because you want it. Because one of the worst things is if you just start dating someone, it doesn't work out, and everyone's like, So, how is that going? And then you know, so you have to explain to everybody why it ended. And, do you know what I mean? Um, in that regard, I think it's, it is definitely important. But you want to be able to, this is how I see if I If I at any point say to myself, Do I really want to share this with this person that's supposed to be my friend? Then I need to analyze that friendship. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what happened. One of my friends was going out with a married man and she said it to me and I said to her, lady bare and straight, it's not your man. When the shit hits the fan, he's going to tell you he's married. Lo and behold, when things started to go to sour, what did he say to her? I'm married. Okay, you remember, I'm married. When she was crying, I, I, I didn't comfort her. Because you she... knew what was going to happen. Was I being a bad friend? No. All I said to her is that, you know what, I'm not even going to sit here and say I told you so. Mm -hmm. Because you're an adult, you knew. Yes. And I'm not in... Was I being a bad friend? I wasn't in the mood to comfort her. No, you weren't being a bad friend. And I think a part of being a good friend is being open, honest, and sometimes giving your friends tough love. Like, you know they're doing something that's absolutely reckless and stupid. And obviously you can't stop them. You can say to them, do you know what, really and truly, you should really think before you do this. But if they want to go ahead and do it, just let them go ahead and do it. But then when... When you're, when you're dealing with picking up the shit off the floor, do it on your own. Do it on your own. And she said to me, you know what? I can hear what you're saying. I'm not understand, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take my advice. You're an adult. Yeah. But if the shit hits the fan, I could choose not to comfort you at this time because I know you put yourself in this toxic situation. Yeah. And also, you have to protect your own peace because sometimes... Some toxic situations your friends are in can be triggering for you as well, especially if it's something you've previously experienced. Mm -hmm. So you need to protect yourself. So when they want you to insert yourself to save them or to help them, you have to respectfully say, no, I'm not going to do it. Because one, I told you that that was a bad idea. And two, you figure you pick up the pieces on your own. I'm still here if you need to talk, if you need, if you need emotional support or whatever, but you just navigate your own way through it. She left the pieces on the floor because she went back to him. Oh, did she? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's... So if I had said something, who would have been looking like Bobo the Fool? Hmm. Yeah. But really and truly, there was nothing to say because I've already said it to her. Yes. But also, I think... Another thing that's really important in life is surround yourself with like-minded people because I think, let's say, for example, you're someone that's quite confident. You know who you are. You're confident in yourself. You've got really good boundaries. You, 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 you make sure you're, you carefully select the type of relationships you go in and you try to make really good decisions in life that is beneficial to your well-being. Mm -hmm. But then you're surrounded by friends that's got no boundaries, that's got really toxic traits, that's constantly in shitty relationships, that's constantly going through loads of different trauma, and they're not working on themselves. It makes the friendship hard. Yes. Because you're in a completely different realm from them. And then all the conversations you have with them is pity parties and them just feeling sorry for themselves, but then going back and making the same dumb decisions. So sometimes you just have to say to yourself, do you know what, this friendship ain't serving me. Because I think a part of being in a friendship is being friends with people. I mean, we all go through our traumas and our stuff, but people that learn from their mistakes or that's, that's more experienced in certain areas than you as well. So you can also benefit from getting their advice. But if you're the one that's literally walking, but you know that you're Holding pulling the your... hand, the same thing is constantly happening. If the same thing is constantly happening to you, Fabian, and you keep on coming to me about it, best believe I'm going to get fed up after a certain time because you're not trying to make any changes for yourself. No, I agree. 
I agree. It's almost like I'm trying to get people to tell me what to, um tell me what to do or make, what decisions, to do or make decisions for and me. They, if I do that, that can backfire on you because yeah. they're gonna say it's your advice or it's you that made this mm-hmm. happen. But you know, like, but it's like one of our friends that we both have as a mutual friend. When he's, do you remember when he, him and his partner used to always come around? They always used to have their arguments in front of us and around us, and they want to get out. Social input. gathering. When we're in a social and gathering, people would come up to you and say, "What's going on over there?" And you know, it's your friend. Oh. You don't want to say nothing, but you're thinking, "Oh, but this can't be constantly happening." It's just embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? And you, but you know, like they purposely. It's almost like they want to be a victim in their own relationship and they want to do it on display. They want their friends to see that they're a victim. They want us to jump in and save them. No, motherfucker, you save yourself. Whatever issue you have with your partner, leave it at home. We're all here. And then it annoys me because it turns the whole social session into a therapy session to try and fix their relationship. And another thing I don't like about some friendships as well is those friends that bring their partners everywhere. That drives me crazy. Like, literally. You know, like, every social gathering you have. You know, sometimes you go, oh, let's just be the four of us. Let's hang out. And they always want to bring their partner. That pisses me off as well. Because your partner's not a part of the friend circle. They're not. And also, your friends might want to open up to you about certain things and they're not going to feel comfortable to do it if your partner's there. Do you disagree? Because I can see your thought process. <laughs> <laughs> or you agree, but you don't fully agree. Well, I'd say it depends. Because sometimes depends. you and your partner, sometimes it happens that you and your partner have so much in common with the rest of your friends that your partner ends up becoming part of the group. Yeah, I agree. But I don't like that. And everybody's different. Everybody's entitled to be mm. whatever. But I just don't like that. And the reason why I personally don't like it is because I just feel like when you then have relationship problems, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna no spill out into the group. Be toxic, yeah. Because the people that you call for advice is gonna be the same people that he calls he for calls advice. For <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna it's I think it's gonna negatively impact the relationship. I just don't think it's healthy. I think it's good to be in a circle of friends and be that circle around around people that away don't fucking from know your, your partner. partner. Away yeah. from your partner like that. Like, and, the, 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 and this is one thing me and Steve always try our best to, to make sure we don't do. We don't want to... You know, some people in their relate when they become, when they start dating, they form into like... They morph into one person. They don't go nowhere without each other. They do everything together. We try not to be that couple. I think it's healthy to do things separate. Yeah. And sometimes it's good to miss your partner as well. Socialising, everything. I think it's healthy. You you can't be in each other's face 24-7. Exactly. And one of my cousins, she's married and she just moved to the UK and with her husband. They're both teachers. And back home in Jamaica, they taught at the same school. They saw each other every day. They carpooled together every day. They lived in the house every day. They did everything together. Now, they came to the UK. They're now both teaching in separate schools. And I said to her, I'm so glad that's happening. I said, it's good. Because one, it's going to force you to come out of your comfort zone and actually socialise with other teachers. Mm. Build your own friendship network. Do your own thing. And he's going to also do his own thing in his school. And then when you both come home, you're going to have shit to talk about. Because you're going to tell him about how your day was. He's going to tell you about... If you're both in the same school and you have the exact same staff meetings and you're... You, there's nothing to talk there's about. There's nothing to talk about. That's right. 
And there's nothing to miss because you're with your partner all the time. Imagine working with your partner and coming home seeing you. I couldn't do it. Some people are, I mean, some people say it works for them and they're happy, but my, just for me, I don't think it's healthy. Because you become dependent. I think the minute you become fully dependent and emotionally dependent on a person 100%, that's never a good thing. It's too vulnerable. It's never a good thing. I mean, I think it's important to be, yeah, it's important to be vulnerable, but be vulnerable with boundaries and cautiously. Yeah. But I think it's important for people to not get their partners too much into their friendships. And then what it does, it makes it messy. Because if you end up that person break up and you still have the same group of friends, you're going to be seeing each other at all the social gatherings. Sometimes you could even be at work and think your emotions are overflowing and then you just burst out right there at work for everyone to see. Mm, Yeah. It's true. Or you get to that place where, you know, like, for example, the relationship might have end messy and you need to heal. And a part of the healing process is not seeing the person and you're constantly seeing them. That must be emotionally damaging. Or I've heard stories of everybody's got a mutual friend. The partners both have a mutual friend. They separate and they essentially basically tell their friends to pick a side. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? They tell their friends to pick a side. So then what happens is it gets really, really bad in terms of them saying, oh, you're either for me or you're for him or you're... And then the, the, the whole friendship group then end up falling apart. I wouldn't do that to a friend. Some, but some people do do that. They do say that they're petty because they don't want to be around their partner anymore. They'll say pick a side to their friends. I wouldn't do that to a friend. I wouldn't do that to a family. No. Yeah. Uh, It's just about having healthy friendships. I think it's just about having people that are genuine, having people that genuinely check for you, having people that genuinely root for you, and people that you're also willing to do the same for as well. I think that's... Having people with healthy traits. Having people with healthy traits. That's another thing, yeah. Because even if you're friends with someone, but they're constantly in a toxic cycle, or they're they're reliving their childhood trauma over and over again and not doing something about it, that's going to definitely negatively impact a friendship as well. So you want to be around people that's evolving. Like the other day, funny enough, I was at a friend's house and she's someone I've known since I was 11 years old. We went to secondary school together. We went to college together. We've been friends for years. And she's someone that's got a very fiery personality. She was quite ignorant back in the day as well, like in terms of like not really apologetic for things that she does wrong and whatever, whatever. And sometimes me and her over the years we've had heated arguments whatever but she's a genuinely good person she's caring she respects boundaries in terms of she doesn't take the piss and stuff like that and me and her was we were in her kitchen and I can't remember what I did I think yeah what it was um I, I picked up her baby or whatever and I, I was rubbing my nose against the baby's nose she's like oh my god don't do that because you know that baby skin's baby's mm-hmm. quite sensitive when they're young and whatever their skin and he's got ex- eczema and whatever whatever so she was like oh my god please don't do that I don't like when people when it comes to my baby's face, people kissing him or touching him on his face or whatever, whatever. And um, when she said that, I put him back down or whatever. And I didn't feel no way. I understood where she was coming from. But about mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes later, she just turned around and said to me, oh, by the way, um, I don't know if you were offended by what I, the way I said what I said, but I want to say I'm sorry if you were offended or you're offended. 
And I said, no, I wasn't. I said, I understood where you're coming from. But I was just blown away that she checked herself internally. No, remember, you've met her at a young age, so you know young people, sometimes they can tend to be aggressive. And young people are toxic. We are, yeah. Teenagers, early yeah. 20s, so you've seen her grow. Yeah. Exactly. And change from that aggression to someone that knows how to bring themselves across because mm-hmm. she... She she could have said it to you aggressively. Yes. Or she thought she would, but because she knows that you know her and how she was, she wants you to see that she's had that change. That's why she came back to you. That as well. And I also think it's to do with, I think she felt she said it aggressively. Mm. So she wanted to apologise because she didn't want it to, she didn't want there to be any energy between us. But my, what blew me away was the fact that she checked herself. You know, some people would say something because they said, I've said it, it and that's it and I whatever. Said what I yeah. said. She, she came to me and asked me, were you offended? And she goes, if you were, I really want to apologise because I know the way I said it might not have come across as, but, and I said, no, I'm fine. But I turned around and I said to her, I'm proud of you. But the reason why I'm trying to, I, I, meant, I brought this up in the first place is to just highlight, that's the type of friends you want, friends that evolve and change. Some friends hurt your feelings and don't care about Yeah, you. and some friends don't change. Some don't. They're still the same today that they were when they were in school. Still same toxic traits. Still still same type of relationship. Some people genuinely don't change. And the point is you want to be around people that's also evolving. Evolving. Right. Especially my Jamaican friends. They will tell me that this is the way they were raised up and this is the way they were born. And they're not prepared to change it. And they're not prepared to change, no. This is the way I should be because of where I was born or the way I was raised. Mm. They have no room for compromising. No. And, and and I think why a lot of people don't go on the spiritual journey of going therapy or meditation and doing stuff like that because they're scared that once they start removing the veil from their eyes and they start growing and they start seeing life different, they're going to have to lock some of those people off because you you, you just change and you realise some of those relationships don't work for you. So that's why some people stay in that same old mentality and not willing to change yeah. because they don't want to have to fix anything or change anything. And that's one of the fear even for me. I, I did say to myself, when I start doing this work on myself, am I going to start seeing changes and am I going to change some of my relationships? And I have. But I was willing to do that. I was willing to let go of things that no longer served me. You have to, otherwise you're going to be walking around always on the defence. Mm. Yeah. It's true. Wow. So, what advice would you give someone about friendship? What advice would you give someone? I would say... Beware of the friends that you always have to pay for and they never have nothing to give. Mm. The ones that basically always want you to pay for everything. Yeah. Beware of the ones that think they can say anything to you and hurt your feelings and think there's no consequences of anything happening to them. Mm. Beware of the ones that don't expect you to speak up for yourself. Beware of the ones that think that you're too nice because you're doing something better for yourself. Or you think you're high, you know Jamaicans, you're highly tighty because you're doing something yeah. better for yourself. 
I, I never forget, I had a friend that basically told me that she, she said to her mom, do you know what, I'm saving up to buy a house like our Fabian did. And her mom's like, every minute you're just a fella Fabian. My friend's like, but is that a bad thing that I want to buy a house because I saw one of my friends buy a house? Like, it's just, it, it blows my mind. But this is not her friend, it's her mom. That makes it even worse. Exactly. How do you deal with that? Mm, it's just, yeah, it just really, really shows you that there's just a lot of toxic people out there. It's like the minute you, they, the friendship is good when you're, when you're in a dark place. Yeah. We were the friends that think they should always be in the position of looking down on you. Yes. Yeah. The minute you're in a dark place, they're happy, they're happy being your friend. They love being around you. But the minute you're having your come up or you're doing well, oh no, I don't want to be around this person anymore. Or you think... Or their favourite thing is you think you're better than everyone else. We have the friends that I just hate and can't congratulate. Mm -hmm. That can't boost you up for something that you've done right. Yeah. Or that, that beware of the friends as well that don't show up for you when you need them. Right. You know, for example, let's say you finished your degree and you're graduating. They don't want to come to your graduation. They don't want to show up for your birthday dinner or they... Um, plan something else because for, for for you they're not a priority for you or oh they show up but they're very bitter yeah well they go let me just show my face i never forget mm. when I, <laughs> I had a birthday party a few years ago one of my friend, one of my ex-friends she came to my birthday party literally like half an hour before it ends proper dress up to go to a rave so she just came to show her face quick so that she could go to a party that she was going to rather than saying that she come two to three hours early enjoy the night enjoy the night have fun with me and then go on go off to other parties she came just enough so i can see her face and see that she came and i think the only reason why she came because i obviously was involved in her birthday thing for her birthday so she knew oh you know it's gonna look bad if i don't at least show my yeah, face yes it's like I'm coming because I'm expected to be there, but really and truly they're not present. Yes. On their phone all the time and just want to... Yeah, they don't really care. So, yeah, be aware of those friends. Um, so, Melissa, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. And I think this was a really good conversation to have because it's so important that we know who our friends are and that we have genuine people around us. And I want to take this moment to say that I value your friendship. Um, for me, you are you have definitely been um, the epitome of a good friend. Even there's been years sometimes where me and you might not speak every day for like two to three, four, five, six months. But one thing we know, our friendship never changes. I know I can call you and you have my back. If I say I'm in a crisis, you drop what you're doing and come. And you know if you're in a crisis, I'm going to be there for you as well. And that's the type of friendship I want not just for us to have, but for more people to for have. For more people to have. Thank you, Fabian. No problem. I definitely love and appreciate you. And I think it's important to tell people you love and appreciate them as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll tell you I love you. I, love I, you I know you do. I love you too, my darling. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great day. At the end of this video, guys, I would really appreciate it if you could subscribe rate the podcast and also leave a review. These are things that will definitely help more people to know about us.